What's in store for your business this week at Staples? Doing business like a CEO while saving like a CFO. Staples has all the supplies you need to run your business like a boss at prices that'll make your bookkeeper smile. Now that is an achievement. Everything from pens to brand spanking new calendars. And right now, 2019 desk pad calendars are just $4.99. So get your business ready for a big year at Staples, where there's a whole lot in store. Valid on SKU 279-6207 and 112.19. Welcome to the Humble Political Podcast with your host, Gil Christian Boyle, George Bacazzi, and Paul Muser. Let's have a show. All right, so to start things off today, we are going to be talking about Ivy Leagues and who's really getting in and who's going to these schools. Paul, you want to start us off with that? So essentially, Ivy Leagues, I mean, they have something called affirmative action, and we've heard all over the news there, there's a recent court case to decide really if that's okay mm-hmm. and if we should really be having affirmative action. But mm-hmm. um, that kind of affirmative action, we've been mainly thinking about race-wise. Mm-hmm. So Harvard's basically been, basically, I mean, people say, or the Asian commu- Asian American community has been saying that Harvard is tougher on Asians when it comes to the application process. Uh, they say it's harder to get in as an Asian American into Harvard than it is, for example, for a black person, African American, or a Latino, or something mm-hmm. like that. And, and it's I- not just Harvard; it's it's uh, it's a, it's a lot of schools. Yeah, even yeah. outside the Ivy League, I, yeah. I guess bubble. It's you know it, a lot of schools. Mm-hmm. A lot of Asians are saying, or they're complaining. A lot of a- Asian activist groups they're saying that they're um, they're being pinned against each other, and mm-hmm. they're not getting mm-hmm. you know uh, other races, African American, um, Latinos. They seem to be getting yeah better chances mm-hmm. or easier chances because of people yeah. trying to have equal representations of each race. And, and basically they're Harvard. calling it discrimination at this yeah, point. They're, they're going at, it's, it's, yeah, they're going at Harvard is pretty adamant saying that what their main focus is is diversity, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Yeah. And so what they want is they want a diverse student body and what this allows is that people don't just learn from their teachers. They learn from the students that go to the school with them because mm-hmm. they're not all, I mean, kids who just spent their whole lives studying or all got the best SAT scores. They're, they're getting people from around the world who have all these different experiences, and that's why they put a lot of focus on the essays and all the different parts of an application. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes sense. I do see how it could be really you know, beneficial to have a really diverse student body and things like that. I think it could only benefit the students. But then again, I mean, it's just so difficult. You know, it's, it's really, really unfair to those students who have to just get, like, so much higher scores and just have to put so much more work in, you know? No, but, I mean, for, it, it's very unfair, but sometimes you have to look at it. It's not just the scores that matter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, if you come from a place where you have an amazing school system, you have the resources and the finances to get, you know, the best tutoring for the mm-hmm. SAT, and you have the best of the best compared to someone who doesn't have half as much and doesn't mm-hmm. have as much uh, such great grades but mm-hmm. has to go through so much adversity then personally i would feel like someone who has had to work harder in different mm-hmm. aspects of life would deserve the spot just as much or even more than mm-hmm. someone who kind of had it easy even though you did earn it but mm-hmm. being from affluent places you have ex- you have access to things that people f- from other places yeah, are not, you are not put a bit at an advantage you, you that's true. An, actually not a little bit a lot of an advantage because i was actually i've been my, my parents and i have been looking at um sat prep classes yeah and they're expensive they're crazy and expensive I'm, just thinking yeah, like, yeah. Right, I'm in a position where i'm able to afford some and I'm, I'm able to afford them but there's some kids in america who yeah. they might be smarter more hardworking. they are harder and smart more smart uh, more, more more hardworking than me but they just don't have the money to afford an sat class and that i mean that's a disadvantage for and them that just and, puts know, other people ahead of them it's a major disadvantage. Yeah. I mean, if, if you have a tutor coming home every week and giving you all these tips for Feeding how to do well on the SAT, the for the SAT, while another person has to commute one hour to get to school or one hour and a half and doesn't really get a ride to, they can't get a ride to an SAT course. They can't get a tutor to come to their house. They can't afford right? time, money. Right they have now. to get a job.
job to support yeah. their family. I mean, the, they're in such a bigger disadvantage. That's why, I mean, they have to look at that. And a, a lot of Asians I've seen have actually been commenting about how it shouldn't really be about race. It should be about income. And I don't, I don't see an issue with that. I think both of them should be taken into account, right? Yeah. Adversity should be taken into account. I mean, the school wants a diverse student body. The school also wants, I mean, they want the best students, and they want the people they think will give them the best chance to have, like, a successful student body coming out of college. Yeah. But it's not about race. They, I mean, a lot of, um, a lot of um, Asian activist groups who are, who are fighting for this, they, they do go with a, with a regular claim that it's, it's based on race. It's not based on race. How, Harvard, um, they released their papers, their, their court papers, they, they were released, and it does not say race anywhere. It's not, it's, it's not, there's not race written anywhere in the paper saying that it's, I mean, race might be a factor, but it's mm. personality, it's, you know, well, enthusiasm, because they, they rate on, um, Harvard, they rate, they, Harvard, when the papers came out, they rate them on, on, on how, on the on how imp- on mm-hmm. the on the impression they get on the student. Well, so, so I mean, they don't directly use race, of course, so, but yeah. I mean, it's very evident it's an because assumption. we can make an assumption that they use race, but they don't. So I mean, yeah. Harvard totally. is very secret about their application yeah. process. I mean, when they were forced to release like the documents of like people who applied in the past, they were very against it, and they tried their best to actually hide yeah. these applications. Yeah. They don't want to give them because Harvard really just like they don't want you knowing why, what goes behind it. They mm-hmm. want it. They, they they want it to be a mystery, and we. You can argue why that is, but like that's just the way things are. And I mean, there's also other ways that kids get into colleges, right? We we see with sports, and there's also, I mean, you can call it affirmative action for sports. But if you want a, your sport team to be good, you can give like an extra push to kids who like played sports. But there's also like there's a reason that kids who play sports get an extra push to get into college, right? Mm-hmm. Sports are a huge time commitment. You're spending two to three hours a day, mm-hmm. like throughout during the season and even outside of the season, if you're a very focused player. I mean. Sports should be taken into account into an application. It can't just be your scores because that doesn't really mean anything. What does your score mean? I mean, it, yeah. it means you studied the most. It means you have some sort of natural intelligence. It doesn't mean you're going to be successful later. It doesn't, it doesn't mean anything. So really, why should it just be the scores? I mean, they should look at yeah. extracurriculars. They should look at everything else. And I don't think it should be based off race, of course, but I don't think people can say, like, oh, I got a 1600 on my SAT. I should be in Harvard. Yeah, yeah but it's not based on race. That's the one thing that we, we, I, I have to stress. It's not, not based all of it. On race. Not all not, of it. Uh, no, but it's, it's never based on race. No, they, I, I would have to disagree with account, you there. But yeah. it's not, right? They, no, but it is taken it's, into it's account. Not like, so you know, it is if considered. someone's a certain race, then they're going, if they, I think, right, either you qualify or you don't. If you qualify for a certain school, being a certain race might benefit you, but if you don't qualify, you don't qualify. So no. they're not just taking a student who has not worked hard, a student who has not earned his position. They're taking students who are already qualified, or if not qualified, very close to being qualified, and then taking their race into account. They're no. not just picking out, you know, the most qualified compared yeah. to the least qualified and just saying, all right, they have well, the Well, no, no, it's, they, it's, 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 it's neither like nor. It's neither nor. I mean, obviously, they're not just taking, you know, rand, random people. They're not just picking someone from, you know, the African-American race or Latino race just because they want someone. I mean, obviously, mm-hmm. these... These, These kids are so are obviously super competitive and all that, but I think the, I th- I'm pretty sure the bar is set lower. For some I don't people. think it's set lower, right? Because a lot of these students in you know these, the minorities, they they are going through harder. They have to go through, you know, they have they can't afford some of the, the oh, yeah classes. yeah that's the point we brought that's up before. The right? they, 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 they advantages and more. disadvantages. They go yeah. through more than their white counterparts. Not even yeah. white counterparts. They go through more than other kids who have been in a position of privilege. Yeah, and so when. It, right it, when when you do compare next them to each other, it's much more impressive to have multiple jobs through high school, have mm. to commute you yeah. know, an hour and a half, yeah. and get you know A's 
rather than having living rather than living two miles away from the from the school and you know having mm-hmm. an SAT mm-hmm. prep class, it's much more impressive to have to fight all that stuff and still do well, fine actually, yeah. rather than you know just doing well when you expect to do well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that's why many people mention income, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, income. If you have less money, you can't really get a ride to school. You're gonna have to take public transport. Everything's gonna be more difficult for you. Just more things. If you're lower income, yeah. not necessarily based off race. Race will make things harder. Race will maybe put you at a disadvantage. But what you see is private institutions on the SAT scale of 1600, black people can do up to 310 points worse and be basically on the same scale as a white person. Mm -hmm. An Asian person has to do 140 points better than a white person to be on the same scale. And this is based off acceptance. It doesn't mean, doesn't really mean you don't really know what the rest of the application is. You don't know what their extracurriculars were. Mm -hmm. You don't know what their sports were. But I mean, it kind of shows there's a contrast in the the quality of the test scores of the applicants, not necessarily the, the intelligence, not necessarily how hard they work, but the test scores are lower for black people and Hispanic people, it's 130 points worse. So there is a difference, and it, it's taken into account by Harvard. Harvard tries to bring they in try more. to balance it. Yeah, they try and balance it by taking people who have slightly worse scores. But that doesn't show the whole application. Mm-hmm. But it, it, I, it, I think it really comes down to character. And this, anywhere you go online, you, or if you talk to anyone who has applied before, who has done the applying process, it's about character. It comes mm-hmm. down to character. It's not just your scores can only take you so far. The rest really just comes down to character. And we really see that, right? And you would think um, a lot of African Americans are represented um, when it comes to sports, getting you know sports scholarships because, right? And it seems every time I turn on the, uh, any time I watch college football, college basketball, it seems like there is quite a good amount of African Americans. But actually, sixty-one percent of um of 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 athletes in the NAACA, um, they're white. NCAA, yeah. NCAA, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. They, they're white. And NCAA is you know it's the big league that that controls almost. But may I mention? May I mention? Seventy-five percent of people in America are also white. So I mean that doesn't necessarily mean that it, it is dominated by white people mm-hmm. in these sports. But it isn't that, not, that that makes sense proportionally to the population, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And so it, it doesn't necessarily mean that white people are given an advantage, right? Obviously, white people are given an advantage they're in school. They're not given an advantage. They're giving a, white athletes are giving an, they're giving an advantage. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it comes back to income and all that stuff. Because as we've seen here in the Northeast, especially, I think it's the most evident, um, just how much it can cost to play sports. It can be so ridiculously expensive, and that can that can basically set back the lower income families mm-hmm. from you know going to those training clinics, getting those one on one sessions with a coach, and all that stuff. That's what puts the rich white African affluent kids above the rest. And if you're coming from an environment where you don't have to worry about how you get home, who you're gonna walk by when you get home, or who's gonna be walking by or driving by your house every night, that adds it gives you an edge, right? It gives yeah. you an edge. You don't mm-hmm. have to. That's yeah. extra stuff. That's extra stuff that you don't have, you never have to think about, and you have a, a counterpart who has to you know, worry about their brothers or their siblings or, you know, their neighborhood. You know, they, they hear gunshots every once in a while. That that puts stress on you, right? You have the stress to perform mm-hmm. in school. You have the stress to be safe. You mm-hmm. have the stress to not fall into the wrong path. Well, you also have to go to a basketball game. You yeah. know? It's hard to balance. Well, every, everything is harder things. when you're in a lower-income family in a lower-income neighborhood. I think sports is actually one of those things that's actually almost more equal because for school, really, if you're going to school and you want to get the same scores as someone who's really very rich and can get a tutor every week. It's very difficult. If you want to play basketball, all you need is a few friends in a park. I actually disagree with that, but a, f- a few friends in a park does not create NBA athletes. 
um, a, a lot of hours playing on a team, a lot of team playing, a lot of practice. These NBA athletes, they don't start from nowhere. It, a lot of people, right, when you get the idea, oh, they, they came mm. up from nothing, they came up from nothing. But these kids, like, you know, with the, the big name that's been on the news is um Butler, right? He plays yeah. for Minnesota. He came up from nothing. But how but, many you know, actually but, come up from nothing and no, yeah, make no, it to they, that no, level? They did, how, exactly, that's a big question, but yeah. a lot of them did come up from nothing, but once they entered their middle school years, Someone took them under. They they had a guy. They they had someone who who there's really a leading them hand. There's leading hand. Yeah. So they might struggle and they get noticed around middle yeah. school. And then someone picks around you know eighth grade, uh, seventh grade. And then someone picks them up and gets them on a travel team. Yeah. And so they do come up from nothing. A lot. They they spend their younger years you know coming up from nothing and struggling. Yeah. But then around you know 15 mm -hmm. 14 15 16 out of 13 ish someone picks them up and they get all this up they, they, they their door opens up and that's where you can really see the national well, talent yeah. plus the extra i mean support that they get yeah is when and you know they all end up going mm -hmm. to play all american mcdonald's right so they do have they do have support they come up from nothing they get support and yeah. they do it but if you're in a position where you can't get that that support a lot of kids do end up going like that it's, it's tough. just tough to it's make tough. it it's well tough according to, to that it. argument really anyone with natural athleticism people are always looking. And if you really truly have natural, natural athleticism and you can really go far in sports, someone's going to look for you and people someone's going to find looking, you. People are always looking, but you have to be in the right place. Yeah. Well, I mean, right, if you go and, you know, play basketball, you could be hitting 103 shots, 103 out of 103 at the park. Probably no one's going to be People are going to know. Right. I, I find that hard to believe. If you go to a showcase and you hit 103 three-pointers, yeah. someone might be there to watch you. How do you yeah. get into a showcase? A lot of them you need... To have money to play for listen club, listen as a showcase paul you were mentioning how you know income doesn't really put you at an advantage when it comes to sports, oh no income it definitely does i mean listen but i'm saying anyone who's a natural athlete and can go somewhere with a sport professionally will yeah. be will be seen and i don't even think that really relates to the whole discussion about colleges because it it, it makes up such a small portion of a college body listen. The, the kids who are getting in because of a scholarship or who are getting in because of, I think affirmative action mean, plays a much yeah. bigger part and it's much more important when considering this. But if you're thinking about it, someone who plays a sport, if they're good enough, they're going to be mentioned and they're going to be seen by someone. And but they're going to raise I don't know. I think, I think no, that the I, money... I heavily disagree listen. with that. National talent can only take you so far. Yeah, you the money, so the money so definitely far. helps you out there. First of all, I mean... Like we said, all the coaching and all, and access all that stuff. Access to a weight room, of course. Yeah, so like you're getting access to stuff like all, all of those like different things all that other people aren't getting really access important. to. And listen, the Harvard Crimson, they did a survey on their class of 2022. I think it was on a, all of their athletes. Almost 50%, 46.3% had a household uh, income of 250000 or more. Like that shows you something. 50%, that's, a, that's huge. Basically half of their players. I bet Harvard could go and pick out better players. But they can't because Harvard does yeah. not go to scout out players at yards yeah. or in that basketball court. They and go to showcases yeah. to figure that out. So I think money is really important. I, yeah. uh, contrary to what you believe, money. I think money is extremely important to yeah. get you there. It doesn't matter how good you are. If you if you if you're dunking while you're ten years old at a park, you know your neighbors might see that. Yeah. But uh, a showcase is not seeing yeah. that. Yeah. And I mean, let's say you haven't had the money. Money's been an issue. It's been an obstacle. But you somehow did manage to get that like acceptance letter from Harvard. It's still like going to a bigger D one school that's less prestigious and all that stuff is going to be a lot more appealing considering the amount of financial aid they give. But so is Harvard really necessary? Why does someone need to go to Harvard? Well, I mean, would you rather go to Harvard or some much less selective school? I mean, Harvard... Well, I mean, it's, it's, it's Harvard, you're gonna, you're, Harvard is the place to yeah. be, right? Everyone in high school, a lot of people in high school, right, oh, they got into Harvard. Everyone knows Harvard. It's Everyone internationally Harvard. It's known. Harvard, right? I mean, Harvard, once you get if, into Harvard, you're basically if someone set. someone can get a full no, ride set. at a school like Arizona, really coming out of college, it... W 
what matters is what you do with that education, right? If you want to become, what do you want to become after college, right? If you want to become a doctor, maybe Harvard's going to put you in the best best place to mm -hmm. do that, right? But if you really just don't, if you just want a job, a simple job that's going to make you maybe 80 grand a year, it, you don't necessarily have to go through Harvard for that. Why, why is well, it I mean, thing? Harvard can you just Harvard can put you so much further. And ahead. then if a, if a college is giving you a full ride, you're ahead just by going. So, no, to but that that, yeah, exactly, sure. So let's say you get a full ride from that school, but then who who ends up going to Harvard? It's still this. It's the affluent kids it's that are going to Harvard. Kids who are able to play. And All it's right. a cycle. It's the same I mean, kids that keep going to Harvard. This this happens to me, right? I I was fortunate enough. I played uh, for a soccer club, GPS. Yeah. Every single day, I get an email from them. There's a college showcase. There's a, there's a college showcase. There's a college showcase. I don't respond to them because I'm not interested. I'm yeah. not interested in so I, I love the sport, but I'm, I don't. I'm not pursuing that right now. <laughs> yeah. So I get a college showcase. There's a college, yeah. every, almost every single day. It's I send them to spam, by the way. You know, they're always, <laughs> always college yeah. showcase, and I never bother. But the reason why I was able to get the reason why I get those emails is because I played for the club. It's because I was able to afford the money exactly. to pay for that club, which is extremely expensive. If you if you're in a position where you cannot afford to pay for that club, those opportunities just aren't there for you. They're not not they even just, as close as easy. You don't have it's that so email. much more difficult. To me, yeah. that email is worthless. Yeah. But to someone else who doesn't play for that club, that email who's better than me, who works yeah. harder than me, that email means the world. But I think if your goal is to get into a good school like Harvard or Stanford, you shouldn't be focusing on your athletics to do that. It, it, it should for be based off. People, uh, athletics are the only way out. It can well, be that, for a lot of people. Listen, athletics are the then, only way then, out. then do you think it's easier to to get noticed from athletics, or do you think it's easier to? No, athletics, 100%. Listen, uh, Harvard applicants are, like, ranked on, I'm pretty sure it's, like, a scale from 0 to 6 for uh, their academics, okay? Here, I'm reading it off of right here. Um, athletes who scored a 4 were accepted at a rate of about 70%. That's so high. But the rate for non-athletes with the same score, take a guess at what it was. Less than 10. Point oh seven. Oh, jeez, that was less than 1, 1. 000, A thousand times lower. Almost a thousand times lower. Yes. So, like, it's insane, the, the step you have. Harvard will take athletes... That are that have lesser applications. I think we gotta keep in so mind that, all these leagues like the that NCAA. Mm -hmm. that, it's for money. It's for money, right? The NCAA. Well, I mean, they don't they don't really make money off of their sports. Most schools oh, don't make money off of their sports. No, they're nonprofits. They're Dude, have you seen the Michigan, you know, Michigan football stadium? That's Michigan. That's a thing. It's, no, it's I mean, just, NCAA, there's only... which conducts all, I mean, all, 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 all college sports except the Ivy League, right? Yeah. They signed a, a, four, a fourteen year contract with um with it was with CBS Sports for ten billion. Ten billion dollars, and that's they college the sports are for money. No, no, the money is I think, in the sport. I think you're wrong, the coaches are paid paid around eight for the good schools. The coaches are paid around eight million dollars. They have the biggest stadiums. They have bigger stadiums than the NFL. In 2017, NCAA pulled in 761 million. They're not allowed to make a profit off of it. That's a lot of money. So they just put the money back into the sport. But there's a lot of money coming in from some places. Go Midwest. Go down south. College football, college sports, specifically college football, it's where it's at. Any any city that doesn't have a pro sports team, their college team is Alabama, the, the Crimson Tide. There, you know, they right. They the biggest. They the you know they they own half of Alabama. They're, it's big. College sports are big for money. And as you can see here, you know, they in 2017 alone they pulled 761 million. That's a lot of money. And that's what a lot of players actually see an issue with. I mean, this is kind of off topic. But a lot of like players in the NCAA who don't get paid, right? They get their full rides, but they don't get paid for going to play sports in college. They think they they're forced to they're forced they can't go straight to professional leagues mm -hmm. for at least one year. So they're forced to go to college, and they're forced to play there for a year for no pay. And so what you see is a lot of corruption where people are actually being paid a hundred grand or given a 
I mean, you're actually seeing this in the news right now. Zion, Zion Williamson, for example, I mean, his, his uncle asked Kansas, who he ended up going to Duke, that according to, allegedly, he asked Kansas for a job and $100,000 for Zion to go to that college. No, but I think I that mean, that touches upon a different topic on, you know, should athletes just college athletes, student athletes be getting paid, right? When you when you sign that contract saying that you're going to the school, are you you know, you are going to for edu education. Yeah. But I it's I mean if you're going to school for one year, you're not getting educated. You're not getting that's, an education that's, that's gonna matter. Well, I mean, or, if, or if you're just you know, planning on get... staying there for a year, I mean, it's it's obvious that your goals are just beyond getting an education. It's just going pro. Then why then why even force students to go to college, right? The the NBA and the NFL are forcing children to go to college for one year to say like oh we want that we don't want to get in the way of their education I, well i mean yeah that but one year of education i don't know it's pointless it's a i don't know what that's gonna do no, really. i don't I know how beneficial it, that would it, be it shows that's, a, that's i mean that's a bit off topic but it does show that i mean these athletes the, the athletes getting in you would think it, it does when you when you when you watch all these professors especially the avid leagues when you when you watch them um you you would think that all of americans are getting a better chance of getting in mm. but it, in well it's not it's run, not just the african-americans in I the mean, long run yeah it's 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 the rich yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah. you mentioned yes. 65% of the players are white. 75% of people in America are but white. We don't, we know, we so don't I don't think it's that. it's really the affluent I mean, people who are being helped the most. Personally, I don't want most. that to be representation. It's if the I'm people who work the hardest. For sports, more or less... No, it's the people who have the most any, money. Any, any sports team, I've seen this in the past and on sports teams I've been on, they will give you a discount if you're a good enough player. They will not They will not make you pay full price. If they want you on your team and you're good enough and you have the raw athleticism, they will it's take you. It's not about, you. but how, how do you get in a position? How do you get in a position to, have, to be in contact with the team? You try out. How do you get to the tryout? I mean, what? We're really. I mean, if you truly want to go to a tryout, I personally don't even have enough. I don't there's have. There's carpooling. There's there's many. No, but Paul, options. you do realize. Okay, Paul. Though. Look at it this way. Let's say. So you were mentioning if someone really has the raw athleticism, they can get into any of the good schools. So let's say someone doesn't have the same opportunities as, and like resources. Okay, let's say they put all of their time into what their sports and stuff like but that. But I don't think sports if, should be what, what you focus. Okay, on. where does the time go for studies though? Because that that would probably mean sacrifice in grades and yeah, exactly academics and stuff like that. Well, I mean, it wouldn't and be Harvard for someone. Takes that into account. Well, so it, someone it, with better resources, I mean, it, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't necessarily be sacrificed. What do you mean? Yeah, for both of them, it's still a significant amount of time they're spending. Well, yeah, sure, but let's say I think we're kind of going into a loop here. But yeah, we, <laughs> no, I mean, yeah, because I'm having a hard time understanding your your, your point of view on this. I, mm. I, I'm struggling with it because it's. A lot of these kids are in that. It's Harvard does not. I mean, a lot of the kids are in that position because they just don't have the money. I mean, you 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 did mention earlier that it's not all about the money. If you are good enough, the issue is that kids are good enough, but you have to be in a position where you can go to these showcases, where you can have a college come out and see you. If you go to a all you need is one tryout, and that one tryout could be the hardest thing to get. It could be. <laughs> it could be. I think there's this. Well, I mean, if listen, parents, listen, Paul. It, if your parents it's, are working paycheck, it's just like, paycheck, it's just how do you like, afford the sneakers? How do you afford the jerseys? How do you afford the the ride there? Exactly. It's it's hard to get there. It's just like Gil talking about the what's it called? The college the, the co college coaches showing up to those games and stuff like that. The emails, all the the emails upon emails that you receive. I mean, if, if you I mean, first what, off, it's so much part, easier. I'm getting emails from I think uh, what is it? Um, Racer U that's saying a D3 coach looked at me for cross country. I'm sorry, I'm not at that level for a D3 <laughs> coach looking at me. A lot of them, a lot of them are just useless. That. No, but I get this from my, the club that I played for, right? I yeah. get this from the club that I paid for, and I, I I have friends of mine who've gone to these showcases. Mm. They are actual showcases. Mm. Colleges from you know D3, they they do show up to these sh showcases. Yeah. And I'm in a position. I'm I'm fortunate enough to be in a position to to even get the emails. Yeah. And I know a lot of people are not able to get yeah. that because they're not in the in the system because they don't play for a certain club. They don't. They're not willing to shell listen, out listen, so much money. I've the median the family income at Brown 
is over 200,000. It's a sa- it's basically what's, the same pattern with the Ivies. I mean, I've seen in the past, I mean, teams where really the coaches are driving the kids to the school, to the to the practices. They're driving the kids back and they're not making them pay for the sport at all. I mean, that that, that was the case at one of my brother's sports teams, Vallejo, right? No, three of the kids did not pay for the pay for the sports team. They tried out, they were good enough. The coaches brought them to the brought them to the practice. But do you think all kids who are in in the same financial position are able to? Do not that? all of them, but I'm saying. And some of them might not even consider the opportunity based on the the first the first the initial well, coach. Well, then relationship with the with the with the coach. A coach will not just decide to. You have to be in a yeah, relationship with the yeah. coach. How do you think they got that relationship? Because I mean, they, they were lucky enough to be in that position. It's all, I I think that's more luck than anything. I think there's a lot of students in there's a lot of kids in um, teens and kids in America who who just don't have that. First of all, the neighborhood they're coming in is it's questionable. The people they're around is questionable. You know, it's 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 hard to focus and to be committed because uh, mm-hmm. you brought up a good point. The student, the reason why they were getting rights to practice and back is because they were committed. It's hard to be committed when there's violence going around your neighborhood. Mm-hmm. When the people you look up to are saying, you know what? I, I'm sorry, I'm going to go do the wrong thing so I can make mm-hmm. a living. Yeah. It's hard to decipher uh, which one do I do. It's really hard. It's so tough to stay on track. I mean, especially if you're trying to do really good at ac- in academics you have to be good at, at, and sports, in sports. Right? I mean, so I, it, 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 mm. it's, it, it takes a lot of personal responsibility. I don't think any yeah. of us are actually able yeah. to, to... I mean, I don't, I don't think any of us experience that and yeah. can really talk for ourselves. I don't, but think, I we, definitely, I don't think... I don't, I don't think, think sports should even Belmont be. Belmont actually really has that opportunity to fully discuss. That. I mean, granted, there are people who are underprivileged in Belmont, mm-hmm. but in the real, like, if we really, you know, zoom out and look yeah. at America as a whole, I bet there's a lot more kids. Who I mean, if you move over a couple of towns, you know, move to over a couple of towns, right? It's tough. It's yeah. It's not definitely not the same thing. So I mean, yeah, it it. it but I, it's interesting how I kind of wish I was better at sports so I could, <laughs> could use that. But you know, yeah. athleticism was not my thing. <laughs> but I feel like you know sometimes if, if even if you're not that athletic, if you work hard, you know, put in effort, you're probably fine. Yeah, I mean, especially if you have the resources, all those ac- right, academies, you have the resources. clinics, you have the, hey, the coaches, SAT prep classes, those are yeah. those are good because I mean, what's the, in 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 reality, what's the SAT? It's just a matter of can you get the mechanics down? Yeah. Oh. If you if you if you practice enough, if you practice, basically anyone the SAT, anyone can do. You can, can do and and I think that's it for that topic. Mm-hmm. Our next topic is um, the the infamous rapper himself, uh, Takashi Six Nine, uh, was linked to a shooting um, in uh, the, to, to a shooting um, hours after his probation sentence. Paul, do you want to start us off with that? Yeah. So just hours after he he got his probation sentence, he was linked in a shooting. I mean, it's simple as Great that. Takashi Six Nine. Takashi Six Nine has been like time and time again been seen committing these acts, these crimes, where there was, I think, a situation where he choked out someone at a, at a mall, allegedly, right? right? Choked, and choked out a fan, out a fan someone who looks up to you, someone with who underage, underage women. I mean, time after time, I see yeah. him in the news, not for the best things, and I mean, his music, I mean, for some, is very enjoyable, but, <laughs> I mean, really, well, should I mean, we... Even, even his name is inappropriate. So. Right, so, I mean, and, I mean, if you look at how he looks like, you know, he's got the tattoos. He's, tattoos all over his bold face. Bold statement, I, I gotta say. <laughs> actually, in an interview, he, he talked about his name. It's it's not actually, like, he's not referring to the action of 6ix9ine. Um, he's actually referring to, if you flip 6 around, mm-hmm. it looks like 9. So he's talking about perspective <laughs> and how you can always see things in two perspectives. <laughs> um, I, I listened to an I'm, interview. I'm, I've actually listened to that interview also. But, you know, 
we tried doing that. I think I tried doing that with Paul, and uh, did not. It, <laughs> it seemed like the it always looked like a six nine, even though it's. I think it's supposed to. It's. But hey, the idea is perspective. Idea. Maybe you just don't understand the perspective. Hey, you know. Yeah. Uh, maybe and that's besides the point. I mean, he's done some things that I just feel like are unexcusable, and I mean, he's been given chance and chance again. And I think that's due to like his in. Like, I mean, he's able to pay for the best lawyers. You're gonna find the smallest. I mean, the smallest. Well, I mean, yeah, he makes millions upon millions. So uh, finding the best lawyers. And I mean, I think this relates issue, to so. really just like. Overall, I mean, should we really really be supporting someone who does things like this, and, right? I mean, granted, he has had a lot of success on the billboard. On the bo- yeah, he's, he's, he's right. he w- he almost 11 for 11 or something he's like that. 10 for 10. 10 for 10. Uh, 10 for 10. I don't know how that happens. That's, huge, that's right? very 10 difficult. for 10, that's mean, that means 10 singles debuted on the top 100 mm. billboards, which is, right, the, that's the, the, the rating. That's how you really determine how successful your song is. I, so, can't, I can't tell you I, I yeah, agree with that or understand that, but no, I mean, yeah, he's but up there. He's definitely like, yeah, up there. So billboard has, has, it's, you want to be on the top, top 100. And he has mm-hmm. made, he's released 10 singles, ten and times. all 10 of them have made it to the top 100. Drake doesn't do this. Right, Drake is not able to. Drake is like and, the top of the top, right, and, and, and Drake is top of the top. You know, to, right to book Drake for concerts, like you know, f- f- to book him for an event, like at least half a million. Mm-hmm. So it's expensive, and even the top of the top artists, they're not able to do this. Mm-hmm. Right, Taylor Swift is not able to do this. She's able to release maybe an album with with you know 10, 15 songs and have two of them. Still have some great success. Have you some know, great but... success. And so, Gil, do you think? I mean, we should be listening to music. We should be supporting someone like this. No, but I don't think we should be supporting him. Right? It's it's I don't I don't. But some people do find his music. His music enjoyable, right? Yeah, it's questionable. I find it questionable. But I mean, the things he talks about in his songs, the things he says, the things he raps about. Women in his songs. What he refers to. Anyone in his yeah, and, and just the way people practically worship him, you know. Granted, it's that's part of the culture, the rap culture. The whole rap culture, the but I feel like it's especially it's bad with this culture, guy. But it's it's bad. It's really bad, mm-hmm. right? I it, mean, some really of the stuff bad. he says, uh, it's just... I can't, I couldn't describe it with words because... <laughs> I don't think we can quote him on this show. That's all no, I can no, say. That's, why, cannot, that's right? why I can't we, describe we, it with words right? uh, because I, I literally can't quote him. But, I mean, he's done... He's done some unexcusable things, and I feel I feel like it, it, it relates to there's multiple multiple I mean artists in the, in in the rap game right now who have done some things. I mean even uh, when we talked about X Tentacion, I mean XXX, he had he had a lot of controversies too. I think he he did some things with his girlfriend. I mean some domestic abuse that was just unacceptable. Horrible stuff. And people just brush that stuff over and yeah. kind of let it. It's slide. crazy it's how yeah. Talk yeah. About, right? yeah. Gonna, especially the the wife. Um, and, and the mother of the, of the, of the I think I, I think she's had I think she's had the child yet. But the, people started attacking her. People yeah. started attacking. People her. just brush it over so really? easily, and people get you know. They, they, I've heard people even get angry when they hear about these claims about the rapper X. I mean, and he was a great guy. He was trying to change. Yeah. No, it's hard for me to say that you're trying to change yeah. when you shove. When I'm hearing all these crazy things, like it's just it's not it's not false. It's really it's gruesome. And, you know, they, they and tape of him saying recently, that. yeah, exactly. A few days ago, tape came out of him literally admitting to the stuff yeah. he'd done. I mean, I'm pretty sure he. And this isn't just with rappers. You see this with sports as well. I mean, Kobe Bryant had some some rape allegations back in the past. I mean, you see a lot of players. I mean, having them, they all have domestic abuse. I think we spoke of this earlier on. I mean, why do all these rich athletes? Why do all these, I mean, rich people who in the rap game really have all these issues? And I think it's because they come from a past that wasn't too good. And Mm -hmm. I mean, if they decide to stay with the people they were with back when they were, I mean. 
poor, they're going to keep doing the bad decisions that people fall into when they're part of that lower income area and but when they're part of that. Tell me I mean, why. Culture. Tell me why Takashi Six Nine was able to get away with all this stuff. I mean, and it's, it's the lawyers. It's and the lawyers. This is not right. He has big money. He's making this guy. You know, he's like hundred k. If he went to prison, I'd be surprised. Show. I'd be yeah. very surprised. Put, if, if what? This was, if, if he went to jail. He's no way he's and I mean, look at the things he's done. I mean, he's anyone else in his position. He's like 20, he was twenty-one when he when this happened. He choked out a sixteen-year-old. It's a twenty-one-year-old choking me out. Right, that's I'm like five four, five five yeah. six around. Right, that's, and he's a famous guy. He walks around mm. with an entourage. I, I scary looking dude. Scary looking dude with a, with a, you know rainbow hair. Right? <laughs> Interesting choice, bold, very bold. Very, I have to go there, very bold. Mm. But Once all the things that he's doing, there's no way. I don't know. He's getting and the thing that he got away with. Right, he used um he he was using a minor. For um, it was it, the case was he was he put a, a, an underage girl on 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 social media and you know it was illegal. What mm -hmm. he did was wrong. Yeah, mm -hmm. but he gets he, 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 for your he's information. Really, I mean, he has gotten away with mm -hmm. it. It's safe to say that he's gotten away. With yeah. It. Yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know how the judge looks. Says, "All right, I see the six nine tattoo over here. Um, the like, it's hard to see the, the rainbow I mean, the hair. presentation. And I mean, yeah. I guess that shouldn't play a fact in it. But it's hard to see the presentation and know what. I mean, it's hard to not judge a book by. Its and let alone, let alone that. I mean, it's hard for me to separate the art from the actual person, right? When you listen to his lyrics, you think, yeah. I mean, there's some questions raised, right? There's some red flags a, raised. A lot of and then Rainbow what? Flags are and I mean, <laughs> there's actually, I mean, former, I think, TK, right? Yeah. I mean, he's in jail right now, or he's facing, I mean, he's he could, he could face death, right? And how old is he, 16? Yeah, he's 16, I, he, 17. He like, was involved in, I think, a breaking and entering, and I think yeah. he may have killed someone, yeah, or he was involved a in a shooting. Somewhere in there. But if you listen to his music, apparently, like, three crimes were mentioned in some yeah. of his songs. Like, I mean, something insane Bobby like that. Smarter, right? yeah. Bobby Smarter, right? He, you know, drops a hot song, is buzzing, and yeah. that's all they need. You really need one song in the, in, the, in the rap industry. One song, you blow up, you make good money, you sign a contract, you're technically set. But yeah. then, he, he, the song was Hot Boy. The reason it's boy, because it's, it's a, there's, an ex, there's, there's something you should not say there. Yeah. Right? This is a song, and he admits to his crimes. So well, very smart thing to do, by the way. Very smart thing to do. Admits to his crimes. Yeah. And I just don't like. It's it's so hard to vouch for the rap industry when you have people like Mick Mill who are being mm. wrongly prosecuted or who or who, are, who the process is very mucky and questionable. Mm. And, and then there's things like this happening. People like Takashi Six Nine. Yeah, it's 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 hard. It's hard. And mm -hmm. I I I do recommend. I think I think if you have a chance, listen to some of his lyrics. I think you can. It, if you're up for it. Sometimes <laughs> I, I have to listen should. to them twice. No, I, I think you should. I've also I've li I've I've heard to I mean we, we had to listen to them, but you you know you go to you hang out with friends and they're playing this music. That's I mean it's what it's what I don't want to sound like some some old person. It's what the kids are listening to. It's I mean at parties and all that stuff. It's it's what's being played. Uh, I mean on the speakers on the kids' parties hard. and stuff Why like that. People, people <laughs> listen to this music to get pumped up. It's loud. It's loud. Yeah, it's, it's rowdy. Quite frankly, he has a, a very raspy, you know, scratchy voice. I don't think it's that good. But, you know, he's out there. and <laughs> It's he, different. It's something the, people right, haven't seen numbers before. Numbers don't lie. He was 10 for 10 on the billboard. That's 100%. Right, that's 100%. very hard. You know, part, like Taylor Swift, Selena Gomez, Justin Bieber can't even do that. Drake, who's... People like him. The, and then, know, I mean... Not in person, but do but the I kids mean, even are these people really even, even real? Know, yeah, like do they realizing what they're listening to? I mean, if you take a second and really listen to the lyrics, it's just like it's but horrible. Is that necessary? Is that necessary? Is do, necessary do you separate the artist from the art, or do you, yes, or is it necessary for you to keep both in mind? Well, I mean, right? for example, I mean, look at what's happening. Like he's rapping about these horrible things, and he's doing horrible things. Mm -hmm. 
So that's, rapping that's horrible question. things, doing horrible things. It would be different if if he was rapping about this stuff, but then he would. But then, not yeah. choke out a fed. Yeah, or if it was all just a show, if he was just putting on a show this and whole time. I think time. that might actually be something else, right? If you're talking about things like that and it's disingenuine, I mean, you can tell in the art. I'd and that's why have his. That habit. I'd rather have an artist oh, yeah, disingenuine of course. rather of course. than live yeah. by I'd rather Takashi yeah. not choke out fans or and just have problems with underage women yeah. and all, all these other things. Or just don't preach this stuff to, mm-hmm. to, to kids. I, I don't I mean, think this music is very safe for children, of course, uh, George. <laughs> no, but, but I mean, okay, children, but, you know, teenagers I mean, and stuff. Like, I don't think I, it's healthy for anyone right, to listen to. A lot of students, I've, I've, you know, I've, I've walked by some middle schools, they, they're, they're bumping to 6 9 to Takashi 6 9 That's. That's just not it, you know. That's, yeah, it's it's wrong and it's bad that, you know, you know, whatever what he's saying is just right, no one should live by that. And his actions also. That's I don't think kids should be really looking up to him. Yeah. And this goes on the same thing with the SS Tentacion. Um, Vic Mensa came out, who's another artist who more lyrical. He came out and he was at the BT Awards and um, SS Tentacion mother was there and he called him out. Mm. He called him out. And was like, hey, whatever you're doing, you can't do that anymore because mm-hmm. you're dead. And a lot of the hip hop commu- the hip hop community was mm-hmm. against that. They were against the saying you can't disrespect someone if they're dead. You cannot disrespect you can cannot disrespect someone who was trying to change for the mm-hmm. best. But how? Why? What about the victim? And what then when the audio when the audio child? tape ev- evidence comes out, people are like, oh, right. people and are people going still quiet. Living, and yeah. and yeah. people yeah. still stand by this guy. Right? You do horrible things, and since they have such a, I guess a sheeple mindset, they just yeah. believe. All right, I, he's my guy. I like him. I like mm-hmm. his music. I want to shout out everything that yeah. he does in real life. A few negative things. Ah, uh, whatever. Uh, whatever. Right? Just dismiss it. Mm. So I think what this really does, it makes it for the for all the people the people who are you know who are critical of the of the rap and the hip hop community. You know, they're saying all right, you know, it's all violence and bad stuff. It it it, it builds on that. It just mm-hmm. says yeah. all right, look at this. He didn't guy. show up to O Block. Right, you know. Yeah. Right. Look at look what's happening. He he gets away with it. Four years of probation. That's. Right. For the things he's done, things I he's mean, done, choking out someone, using, taking advantage of, of an underage girl—that's. Right. I mean, what do you think his next crime? What, what do you think his punishment will be? You know, four more years of probation. Yeah, just, just, years. just more probation. Right. He yeah. has access to the. I mean, he'll just keep getting out. Didn't of he it. have to pass his GED just to like oh, stay out of prison? Oh, he didn't pass that though. He didn't, he didn't pass, pass his GED, right? He failed his GED. And where is he right now? Definitely right. not in prison, right? So he, his, his case would have been, he would have better, he'd have gotten a better outcome if he had passes his mm-hmm. GED, but he did not do that. He has all the money. He could literally mm-hmm. hire like 15 lawyers, 15 <laughs> tutors. To well, I mean, he could get the tutors. And I, he could get the SAT prep tutors. Yeah. That's, that's important right there. <laughs> he could get the SAT prep tutors, but he did not do that. He still fails to do that. And so a- everywhere he's everywhere he goes, he's trouble. Right? He was in Minneapolis. He was in Minneapolis in 2008. Where did he go? Chicago, um, Oblak. Right? So, and he's, you know, he's calling people out. And it's, with Takashi, it's very interesting because People do. He 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 came up from being a troll. Right? Yeah, troll. that's true. He changed the game. It's this guy with rainbow hair with everything. I mean, it's fair to say he was kind of a meme at first. He know? was a meme, right? It was a joke. No, he. Flipped, I thought he was a joke. He flipped the industry. That's what yeah. he did. Rappers are supposed to be tough, and you know they're supposed to be. Oh, I'm a tough guy. I'm not gonna. He was kind of silly, right? He came in silly. Yeah. He came in trolling, doing all this stuff. You know, testing my gangster, right? Yeah. Calling <laughs> people out and doing stuff that no one would ever do. Yeah. It's 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 a joke. When you when you're singing it, but when you leave, it's not a joke. Yeah. It's not a real thing. Uh-huh. So he came out, changed up everything, but then he's not really changing up for the best. He's changing up for the <laughs> worst. He's, he's, he's the just best, yeah. living up to the same old. Just promoting bad yeah, things. Promoting, yep. promoting bad things. That's. I mean, that's. It's. It's. I. I. I guess we should accept it and just move on. You know, if you have the money to get the best lawyers, then. Right? I. I mean, it's a sad reality. I. It's a sad reality. I hate. I hate mm. that we have to accept that. But. I think put anyone else in this position. 
You're not getting. You're getting yeah. a lot of time. Yeah. I mean, he's, he has and, the best lawyers. Right. He does have the best lawyers because he has big money. And I mean, once again, it, it comes, it comes law, down to resources. I'm calling his like lawyer. we were saying, it's just resources. It's what you have. Hopefully, you don't get what in trouble. Yes. Make it <laughs> yeah. Paul, just putting out hypothetical. If he does get in trouble, he would reach. I don't think you'd afford them though. But you know, it's yeah. <laughs> the lawyers really. Yeah. They really do make a big difference. But yeah. I mean, think about it. It's all about like. If a lawyer who's given to you by the government, I mean, this, this issue's been, the lawyers given to you by the government have hundreds of other cases that they have to focus on and they have to, like, worry about. 6 ix lawyer, I'm sure his only worry is 6 ix case. He's going to have to, he's going to look into the fine print, he's going to look into everything to find the best argument for 6 9 and then look what somehow, happens. Somehow he gets out of it. End up with the best But I just best situation you know, if you're a victim in this situation... What does that show you as well? Is, does that just show you there's no hope? I mean, it seems and that's why a lot of women actually don't want to get out, right? They don't want to. They don't want to. I mean, this relates to the Me Too movement as well, right? I mean, if you got Harvey Weinstein, right, and, and you're blaming him for sexual misconduct, right, you're gonna be all over the news. Some people are gonna blame you, right? It's just a situation where even the victims don't want to go out against the person. Yeah, I mean, especially especially just like the X case that we saw, people just brush it up and brush it off. And his defense, they're ruthless. They people were care. attacking his wife or right. his his girlfriend. And you whatever. can't, the girlfriend can't, can't even speak up because if you speak up, they say, you know, right now he's dead. You really cannot, you cannot mm. disrespect him. He's yeah, dead. He's yeah. dead. Yeah, true. He's dead. But also, he did a lot of horrible things. Yeah. A lot of I'm pretty sure in in the audio he admits to, he says I'm oh uh, my girlfriend or my wife was scared she I was gonna kill her. Or yeah, something. no, like mm-hmm. she, he, 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 in the interview he, he said something along the lines right. His girlfriend knew what he did. His yeah. girlfriend saw him when he came back from the stabbings that he committed. His girlfriend knew all that, and mm-hmm. he she knew how far he could go, mm-hmm. and she was petrified. She was scared of her life. Yeah, she thought she, he was going to kill her. And it's it's messed up. It's messed up. I think this this pushes back because every once in a while, right, the rap industry makes a push to move to better artists, right? We have Childish Gambino, we have, you know, Kendrick Lamar, right? Yeah. So we have artists who are moving forward, but a lot of them, this is holding them back. This stuff like this is not what mm-hmm. you want to hear. It's not it. That's just not it, you know? Yeah, and I think that's it. That's been it for our show. Yeah. Thank you for joining us. It's been your host, Gil Kristen Boyle. George Bacazzi. And Paul Muser. And you can check out our website at www.humblepodcasts.org. Again, dot org? It's a dot org. Yeah, yeah that's www.humblepodcasts with an S dot org. You can find our lineup. You can find some merchandise. Um, find out a bit about us. We're now on Spotify, like actually, which might make it easier for yeah, you guys to listen. You know, you know Spotify, Apple. Um, iHeartRadio. Right, everywhere. We're all over the place. Oh, you can just Google us. That's also a possibility. The humble, the humble high school, the humble political podcast. The humble, actually. Yeah, it's the humble political podcast. You know, you can find mm-hmm. it anywhere. Yeah. Just look that up. You can find us. You can look up uh, Paul's or George's name or yeah. my name, and you'll find us. Thank you for joining us. Um, it's been your host, and have a nice day. Make every morning a 10. Because your commute, your mornings, your weather, your stories are our passion. NBC 10 Boston. Boston's 10. Take 10 for Boston's 10. Take LaToya and Krista to go. Take live streaming news every morning. Take 10 and see what's happening no matter where you are. Download the NBC 10 Boston app today. Boston's 10. News to go. Make every morning a 10. Because your commute, your mornings, your weather, your stories are our passion. NBC 10 Boston. Boston's 10. Take 10 for Boston's 10. Take LaToya and Krista to go. Take live streaming news every morning. Take 10 and see what's happening no matter where you are. 
Download the NBC10 Boston app today. Boston's 10. News to go.